Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 189. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off-Road, Oogie Boogie Andy. Hello. You gotta get the Halloween nicknames in there? Yeah, it was the last week of Halloween, and you gotta make every day count. Uh, we are Tony Catsless, because he is celebrating Halloween all week. And uh, actually, think, my, he not, might month, not be yeah. on the pods as often uh, these days. We'll see. Yeah, we're still running some, our uh, Instagram, though. We have a, a Tony's.take Instagram. If you feel like following it, go check it out. But we have some uh, studio insecurity is what I'll call it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to figure out everything. Yeah, and he's uh, broadcasting from his home office. Me, uh, me myself as well. I'm in the heart of the fire. I yeah, you're I'm in recording. the you're in the heat of it all. Pardon the pun, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I have some downwind stuff over here in Long Beach, so the air quality is kind of garbage. It's been quite windy. It's uh, th- started this morning. It's not anymore. But how uh, how is that fire looking over there? The Silverado Canyon fire. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty stupid because I, I knew the uh, so I knew the wind was here, and I was in my car this morning. And I looked out and I see what was the smoke, and I'm like, wow, wind's really powerful. That's a lot of dust that blew up there. Oh boy, just not even thinking about that possibility. Um, you're not a, you're a local it. you're not a foreigner you should be used to this yeah i jinxed it because you know after it rained yesterday i was like well that's good we're at the end of october uh we just got some rain we're probably oh, out of the whole fire rain risk yesterday huh yeah wow fancy so I, I thought we were we were uh, done with the fire risk here with that little bit of rain um no it came there's horrible wind and uh as expected we had another yeah. fire out there in the um, eastern part of the county. Uh, the news just, was even saying early this morning, before I believe that fire started, red flag warning through, I think, tomorrow evening. So I think that one started around 7 a.m. this morning. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So And uh, is running its course through Irvine area. And then uh, later in the afternoon, a Yorba Linda fire broke out. This is very similar now to, what was that, three years ago, just about. Uh, that one was a little closer to home with uh, its location more in Orange Hills. Um, but nonetheless, pretty pretty nuts. This is every year now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in any uh, evacuation risk at the moment. If I was, that would be pretty devastating. That would mean like, like commercial that would areas go through would miles <laughs> of homes burnt down. Yeah, it's it's right now. It's still in the hills, but there's just so so much home building out there. Um, I know I was talking to uh, producer Luke like a couple months back. Um, he was doing some work out there, and I was like, "That's insane! Like those are all going to catch on fire and burn down, right?" Oh, Andy, like, ominous they're Andy. So, they're so far out there into the hills that like and that catches on fire every year. You're like um, Babe Ruth yeah. with your bat just coming up. Yeah. Here it goes. Yeah, here we are. Uh, I, as far as I know, uh, no houses are actually burned down yet. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. As uh, of like two hours ago, yeah, you're right. And two firefighters have been injured so far. But uh, yeah, that's not good. I think they're going to make it, you know. Our office, yeah. I wasn't there today, but I got an email that they, because they're on Bake Street in Irvine, uh, which I believe Bake is the end of the evacuation zone, but that's much more uh inland than where our office is but they uh, yeah, sent um, an email I got that everybody alert. saying 
office is closing down for the day, go work remotely. The smoke is unbearable. Yeah, there's an alert uh, came through on the phone that was saying where you need to evacuate. But yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't so bad in the morning, but around I'd say 11:30, it just you could smell the smoke throughout the entire office uh, where I was, and um, yeah, I, st- I had to go to the bank and I had to drive further in. You see the falling ashes, and it's just like, wow, this is this is miserable. And, it's like watching you know, a volcano to- with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I had to go home because at least I can, you know, shut everything up in here and it's not so bad, but it's not, not great, not great air quality at all, especially with the multiple fires now. And just, if if you're in this area, don't, no reason to go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the good thing is, is we all, we all have all these masks now. So, um, I don't know if the cloth mask will help too much. Um, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. And I mean, you have to yeah, wear it anyway. If you have to go outside. It might help you a bit, just just for comfort reasons. Well, hopefully they get a uh, a decent handle on it overnight. I mean, these temperatures are definitely helping. I don't know what your temperature is, but I'm currently looking at a 66 degrees. And it didn't get over 73 here today, so much yeah, better than it being you know 95 right now. Getting into the 50s overnight now. That's so that that's nice. will help. I think a, a good bit, but. uh no good, nonetheless. Not a not the way we want to have uh, this week starting. I mean, we want an orange sky, but not for this reason. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, and hopefully, you know, no more firefighters are put at risk here. I mean, they're they're at risk, but no more, you know, problems there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move on from the fire. We have a company that started quickly, about six months ago. You have been uh, eyeballing this thing from the get-go, and they're already uh, going under. Yeah, Quibi uh, is officially dead. So this is a, a project from a lot of like big-time people, but uh, it was Katzenberg's baby. And he's a big name, and he was able to attract big names to do projects with this. But uh, I, it's going to be interesting to find out what they'll ever blame there's so many reasons why it didn't work out but if you don't even know what this is this was a streaming service designed for your phones or mobile devices as we call them now uh so it'd be short form content that you can only access through them well that Um, was short-lived because they added that availability to your apple tv and all that stuff yeah like a week ago (laughs) like that still didn't work was it only that i thought (laughs) it was was like in july I think it was very recently they added that ability to, you know, watch it at home. Um, but then there was just a lot of issues. You couldn't, like, take screenshots or clips of it. So it's hard to, like, share. Um, and I don't know if just, like, the short form content is really what people wanted. If they wanted it, they had YouTube videos. And it's, like, part of the reason why YouTube videos are successful is because they're making do with what they have. Um, you you just don't need to see uh, Lawrence Fishburne in 10-minute dramas, which, I mean, I apologize to him for that being the, the one I pulled. I know there's, there's plenty Kiefer of Kiefer Sutherland there. is a better example. Yeah, that was another one. There was uh, Christoph Waltz was in one. Uh, they, they had a lot of, like, big-time people, but basically what they did is they just greenlit everything and gave it money, just hoping something would work. And, I mean... Nothing did. Even the Emmys even had like a new category for all their shit and they won Emmys this last month. Um, that doesn't matter. Like that's not driving people to it. Um, 
And it is a shame all the people who did put in good work for projects that just kind of went nowhere. Um, yeah. The one thing I was interested in is that they brought back a Reno 911 for this. And it, it aired and everything, or whatever you want to call it. It got released. Um, but I, I'm never going to see any of it. And it seemed like that would that would work because in that show usually had like three eight-minute segments, if you remember. Um, so it seemed like yeah, that just could work. Yeah, just get one little piece of the pie. Yeah, it seemed like that could work in this thing. But like, it just seems like a hassle trying to do it. Be like, ah, uh, well, I, if, yeah, if it was on YouTube, I might just pull it up and watch it. But like, no, I got to put an app on my phone and then just watch it Make on there. Make an account and all that bullshit. Yeah. So, so I believe they said they got $2 billion worth of investment. Oh my gosh. Gone. Just gone. It's insane how that can happen. Um, it, there isn't, I don't think, a bigger failure from the entertainment industry ever. Like that's just that's crazy. two billion gone in six months. I didn't like the idea from the get go. I was I was thinking, you know, I don't need another thing and I'm definitely not gonna just sitting at a you know the Trader Joe's in line, I'm not gonna watch a TV show. Yeah, I I, I didn't have a lot of scenarios where I ever watch anything on the go anyways. Um I'm I've been I lived under um it's very small data limits most of my life. So I'm just very good at like not doing that stuff. So like podcasts, I usually download ahead of time and listen to. And yeah, videos are just always have always been a no for me. Like Andy, I burn about 40 to 50 gigs a month on my uh, cell phone. I do a lot of driving. So maps and podcasts, I let her rip and I wouldn't even think about downloading that app. I know. I, I remember back in the day when, um, HBO go first got released like 2011 or something. And you're like, I could just put on entourage anytime I want. <laughs> like, <Yeah. all> right. <laughs> and just like, you don't, you just pull in and just go into an episode. You don't need to know. And yeah. Fortunately, two minutes the thing jokes. at the time was I had sprint, so it couldn't play it, you know, more than quibby amount of uh, video, you know, cause it took forever to load. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, not every idea is a good one. Uh, write that down, kids, because before you go get investors for $2 billion, you might not last six months. All right, well, let's uh, get into the spirit here. Uh, Hocus Pocus is one of the biggest movies to stream on Disney at the moment. And uh, Bette Midler confirmed uh, some long-hoped-for news. Yeah, there was some uh, story that, oh, yeah, they're going to make uh, Hocus Pocus 2, but now Bette Midler has said, yes, we're going to do it. So that means more than some, you know, reports. This is the star of the movie, the most important uh, performer. You can't do that movie without her. Um, and yeah, they're going to do it. And it seems like this is this is one of those just smart moves that they figured out something that, you know, people who are in like their 40s are probably like, what? Who cares? But like people our age, um, this means a lot to them. I don't know about you. Did you watch this a lot when you were younger? Uh, so... I had never seen this in my life and I had two older sisters, but I think they missed the mark on it. They were just a little too old, but yeah, I think they were a little too old. This came out in like 92, 93 or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But my girlfriend, oh, I've seen it like three times this month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it a, a good amount as 
and it, Again, it's entertaining it enough. Uh, you know, I, I like you know the like Goosebumps movies. I can't. I I love that kind of crap anyway. So, and it's got the girl from Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield. So that's fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's it's legitimately scary for a thing like like those those witches are scary. There's real consequences in it. It is not like a Goosebumps episode in my mind. Hey, we'll get into scarier witches later. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's a very well done horror movie for kids and you know silly and funny so uh they should be able to do a good job with the the sequel here but it just uh, they're making the right moves I, I i imagine this will be a disney plus thing oh yeah and i mean you don't need to have that big of a budget whatever hubie halloween was i caught myself there uh yeah. just basically match that verbatim but just change the story yeah speaking of Hubie Halloween. Adam Sandler is a uh, huge success yet again because of that wonderful film. And Netflix is saying, hey, we really like you, even though you made us four other pieces of crap or however many. This one was good. So uh, let's talk. Yeah, the Sandler stuff on Netflix does really well, despite it not being of good quality. Um, He's currently shooting a a movie right now with them uh, where he plays an agent. And it's a real drama, not one of his, uh, like crazy comedies and uh he's got another one coming in called the spaceman of bohemia where he's a he's an astronaut in this one um it's gonna be directed by johan rank who uh, directed multiple episodes of chernobyl um, mostly done tv but he's done good tv so this is this is a drama project and uh it kind of seems like sandler's turned the corner like he knows like i can i can do both like he's he's done both but he like he would do one drama and then five years later he might do another one. But now he's mixing and matching a little better here. Yeah, I think he's getting a little bit more confidence in that arena. Yeah, and he's definitely doing it all with Netflix. I mean, Uncut Gems was in theaters but went to Netflix pretty soon after. Um, then he, he had the Myrovitz stories as well. It was another Netflix drama. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he seems comfortable working with them. Well, we'll uh, we'll wait for that one. We do have a movie that got dumped, and uh, it was a Bob Dylan movie, which is a bummer. Yeah, a COVID casualty here. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, you know, of everything, uh, the most famous nine-year-old boy in the world. Is he the little look-alike of Ben Affleck's little brother? Yes. Okay. He was the kid in interstellar but he's in a lot of things he's the main kid in dune which won't come out this year anymore but yeah uh well he was set to make a bob dylan movie you know covering like his early years and especially the uh the year the time when bob dylan made uh music with electric guitars and it was a big deal rolling thunder review days so um i think before that like when he first had any electric music in his you know released and the people kind of revolted it was it was really 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 early okay um, so that's why i think shaw makes sense and he's got he's got crazy hair he could pull it off i mean they've had women play him before yeah that's what it reminded me very much of that uh i can't remember what that was i'm called. not here yeah yeah that was an interesting movie where it was a bunch of different people playing different versions i don't think anyone was ever even called bob dylan in that no uh, movie uh, but this would be you know very much bob dylan and it was set to be directed by James Mangold, who... I'm um, not there. Correction. Okay. 
Yeah. So James Mangold's most recent movies, Logan and Ford vs. Ferrari, were very, very good. But uh, he also directed Walk the Line about 15 years ago. So one of the better music biopics. So this could have been could have been really good. But they've all moved on. Boo to that. Yeah. I mean, James Mangold's supposed to make Indiana Jones 5. Um, I think that's still an official thing. So interesting. Yeah. You know what they do have time for is uh, more fast and more furious people. Yeah, Fast and the Furious 9 was supposed to come out this year. Unbelievable. um, If you remember the trailer, um, they drive up a rope bridge that had collapsed, which is like, oh, that's not physics. Well, because a lot of torque, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a superhero movie. It it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, they're very popular. Not not with me. Although, you know, I'm a big proponent of the Hobbs and Shaw movie. So I kind of watched uh, some of that. I don't know if I end- ended up finishing it. And that one was okay. Yeah, I think it the, the positive part of that movie is that it didn't start as a serious franchise. It was a goofy thing with goofy actors. Like, I mean, it's the guy from Crank. Like, I know Jason Satham is Jason Satham. We all know who he is. But like... It makes sense. That movie makes sense when you know it's like, all right, well, Crank exists. So, yeah, that's very you're already good. comfortable with that kind of idea. Yeah. Versus so just that the other, all the other ones. All I feel like they do is Vin Diesel just walks around in a clean white shirt, say, hey, we're a family. Sit down and have lunch. Uh, they also like race submarines. There's now or something. Oh, God you know, damn it. They drive through buildings. I don't know. It's it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah, after after nine they said they will end the franchise after they'll make 10 and 11 and then it'll be done. So it's crazy. That's like when you're telling a kid to stop playing a video game and he's like, okay, I'm going to stop. But after this game, well, this game's <laughs> almost over. So after the next, well, I'm actually on a roll after in two more games, then I'll stop. Yeah. After this one finishes, then I get two more. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Ridiculous. Um, and I don't know what that means for these spinoffs. Like, Oh, that's a this whole different main, web. The main line will end after two more movies. So uh, at least we have some sort of end point in sight. Vin so. Diesel's getting so old. He's actually growing hair. It's it's like reverse. It's like yeah. Benjamin Button. Yeah, no, th- these movies won't end by the time we have time travel and we'll be able to put Paul Walker back into the movies. Yeah. We'll go get his younger self using a time machine. And we'll have to date in. his mom. It'll be a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, Jared Leto shooting scenes for uh, Snyder. Yeah, the Zack Snyder cut. Big deal for some comic book fans. The uh, the DC movies that you know just weren't very good. The Batman vs. Superman, that kind of stuff. Uh, the Justice League movie, Zack Snyder had to leave during production. Uh, and it was it's a very sad story, but he didn't get to make the movie he wanted to make. And uh, now, years later... Um, Warner is giving him the chance to do that for HBO Max uh, to kind of reshoot some scenes and make a new cut of the Justice League. Um, it's a cool idea. I don't think it's going to be any good, but it's it's cool yeah, just that they're doing it. Weird. Uh, but they they said that uh, he's going to shoot scenes with uh, Jared Leto as the Joker, which we only saw him for like 15 minutes in that Suicide Squad movie that sucked. Um, and it was it was such an overhyped thing. Like, remember when they first put out those images? A lot of tattoos? trailers, I think, with him in it. 
yeah, it was like a big deal for like nothing. And he did like all this work to do his method acting, you know, and it was just like, it was like for this movie that sucked that he was in it for 10, 15 minutes. Um, so I'm happy to see more, at least give him a chance to do something. If he spent time trying to make this character, even if it sucked, at least I want to see more, like he deserves an opportunity to do more with it. So that's, it's exciting. And it could be, it could be an awful train wreck, which is very exciting. Yeah. And I feel like for his sake, why even bother? Cause what's the upside? Oh, you fixed the movie. What's the downside? You made a bad movie worse. Uh, I mean, that's art. <laughs> that's, that's all he wants to do is he's taking risks. I, I don't know. I think he probably loved that character. He, like sending dead. Yeah, I guess that's all it is, is. He wants to revisit it and he really he must truly feel like he can fix it. Maybe he can. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, like, why that character is even part of the plot. So whatever it's going to be is going to be kind of nonsensical. Um, so he's not going to fix the movie because it's not like a movie about the Joker. <laughs> but I, I think he probably he probably didn't like all the shit he took for that. And he's like, all right, just give me one more scene. I'll yeah. fucking floor everyone with this. But, well, we'll see. I mean, I'll probably... At least want to watch the updated portions of it. I don't know. I don't know if I've even well, ever seen the Suicide Squad. It could be like five hours long. <laughs> yeah, this is his deer hunter. Yeah, well, I mean, he said like it might be five hours long. And also, God. you're going to get a lot of like Jason Momoa like solving puzzles. Yeah. That's Just like got problems. all of them together in a cabin. <laughs> like, all right, guys, we're going to shoot this, but you're coming down the stairs here. What do you mean? I'm supposed to be on a spaceship. Just go with it. Yeah, it's, it's a totally different movie now. Like, all right. And they, hey, they all trust him. Like all those people are on board. So, and Jason Momoa is the number one star of Hollywood. So, his biggest star him. who uh, never existed. Okay, well, we have more Disney Plus uh, news, and uh, that is the Mandalorian season two is uh, debuting on Friday, October thirtieth. Yes, it is imminent. But don't you think you're going to take the day off and binge watch all of them because you can't. You must watch yeah. these one at a time, once a week. And this will run through uh, December 18th. Yeah, this is uh, not surprising at all. They did this last time. Also, if you remember, Disney Plus came out early November last year. All those people who bought those 12-month subscriptions, they're going to want them to renew. Well, so. if you're like me and you have Verizon, they took that one-year freebie and uh, they supersized it. Now I just get it included with my plan. Well, that's nice. Are you uh, representing them? Are they a sponsor? Yeah, this portion of the pod is brought to you oh, by okay. uh, Verizon. Talk about them all you want. Yeah, they'll give you a, a super deal, super duper deal on a new iPhone. And in fact, I'm getting a, I'm going to get the iPhone uh, 12 Pro Max, Andy, in uh, Pacific Blue. Uh, you can't get an Atlantic Blue? Not allowed here? No, it's got to be the Pacific. Yeah. That won't be uh, available for pre-order until next Friday, though, so we'll get into that later. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Mandalorian Season 2. I enjoyed the first one, and I do like that they make it a more of an event where, you know, hey, you're going to have to wait. Like, come on, we're still CGIing this toy Yoda guy uh, in the seventh episode, so back off. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of surprises, probably new, probably baby Jar Jar this time. What kind of things can we get what kind of toys can we make maybe a thin job of the hut 
I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they've, they've had uh, something close to that in the cartoons before. So a lot of potential. Yeah. But okay. Uh, before we get into what we uh, have been watching, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier. And it works with your dog's current collar or harness. And uh, if you head to Tony or not, that's our website, simpledoggy.com. That's two G's and plug in promo code. Tony. That is. T-O-N-Y. You'll get 25% off and free shipping. So head to simpledoggy.com. That's two G's and plug in promo code Tony. 25% off and free shipping, guys. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay. Andy, uh, how many things do you have? I, uh, I have two. I just have two. Oh, terrific. Did you uh, happen to watch the new version of The Witches? I did not. Ugh, shame on you. Well, I, uh, I guess I'll start. You know what? I'll do that at the end because that's a new one uh, that's on HBO Max and it came out on Friday of last week that just passed. Uh, but the other one I watched was Goosebumps 2, which is available on Netflix. Uh, terrific film. I hadn't seen that since uh, we watched it, I don't know, probably two years ago. Uh, it's just fun Halloween stuff. It's got Ken Young in it, I think. Isn't that his name? Yes, the Halloween man. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween man. And uh, yeah, you don't have to have seen the first one to understand. Although the first one is on uh, Hulu or... Uh, I think it's FX movies for that one. So I've recorded that and intend to watch it sometime this week as well. Uh, but yeah, goosebumps too. check that out on Netflix. And now I'll do the witches. Andy, do you have HBO max? I do. So why haven't you watched it? Uh, world series was on. I, I did want to watch it, but you know, my nights have been busy. Yeah. Okay. This well, is my this... first free night in five nights. So you might as well watch it tonight. Yeah. This is based on uh, Roald Dahl's, uh, his 83 classic book of the same title. Now, this stars Octavia Spencer, Stanley Tucci, the voice of Chris Rock, Anne Hathaway, among a few other people you might recognize. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much a remake of the 1990s one, which the 90s uh, one is on Netflix. So I actually was planning to watch that this evening. I haven't Ooh. seen that since I was a child. And I, I watched that movie probably five to ten times back then, which is a lot when you have to rewind a VHS tape that you rented because I think VHS tapes are really expensive for some reason. Oh, they uh, were in the early 90s. They got lower as it went on. But yeah, well, we yeah. didn't have very. I, I used to get my, that movie at the library. Yeah, that's probably where we rented it, too. Yeah. Um, but this is enjoyable. Obviously, there's a little bit more CGI that they can uh, mess around with nowadays. So you get a little bit more of the pageantry that you were probably lacking in the original. Uh, Although I think the original featured uh, Jim Henson uh, puppets, I guess you'd call them. What, what are the prosthetics they use? Mm, for the witches okay. there, so. See, I barely remember. That's why I'm, stuff, I'm having yeah. to go back and watch that this week. But it's it's fun. I mean, it's. Not a movie you needed to go to the movie theater to see, so it, it's a great movie to watch on Netflix or HBO Max. Yeah, I think this was supposed to be a, a theatrical release, and they kind of realized no no one's waiting to go see that in 2021, so just No, you missed the mark after Halloween. Yeah. 
So what'd you watch, Andy? Uh, all right. The first thing I watched was a horror movie. If you remember last week, we talked about the scariest movies based on heart rate. Did you watch Sinister? I watched Sinister. How was it? Which, um, well, I just want to tell you first. It's on sale on Amazon right now. $2, $2 rental. Oh, I and think I it's on some... sale on uh, iTunes to buy for four bucks. Oh, yeah. Maybe well, five. Um, I had some credits too, so I was able to get it for free, essentially. Very good. Um, and I was like, I, I have to check it out if it's if it's the scariest movie of all time. And it, I would say it is. It is very good. I don't know if I could say it's the scariest movie of all time, but it's. You have all the good. light on in your house right now, don't you? Um, I did have some trouble this past night, <laughs> um, and I usually I usually don't. Um. So the the premise of this movie it's uh, Ethan Hawke who so usually horror movies just have like nobody actors in them, but Ethan Hawke is great. It's been a lot of great stuff. Uh, he's a true crime writer, a struggling true crime writer. He moves his family into uh, the home of a of a murder site, which is a you know classic setup, and you know, doesn't tell his family. Um, legally, he has to disclose that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, when he gets there, the police are like hostile to him. Like, we don't like this. You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't be here. Um, but he goes to the attic and finds a bunch of eight millimeter reels. And it's just, it's a box that says home movies. And yeah, he, he plays them and it is like how the family died. But then there's more of them. And it's like how other families were like horribly murdered. And it's just like super like insane creepy shit and everything in like you know those old eight millimeter films just makes it look that much creepier oh yeah so that that was definitely like a highlight of this movie um and then there is like this kind of evil entity thing you don't really know what's going on um that is like a scary design at least to me it was very scary design because you like they never do like a you don't really see it you know it's always like in the shadows or something yeah so like the whole thing is like I said like last night you could like see it in your in your head like in in the shadows or just like oh this reflection it's like oh it kind of looks like that. Um, it's also I think the the effect of like the why it's scary is you're just watching these films that you're watching Ethan Hawke watch films, but then you realize I'm yeah watching a film of Ethan Hawke watching scary films, and it's kind of like oh it's like you're makes you more into it you know yeah it's like you're also the character it puts you in the story yeah i think that really adds to it so um yeah definitely it, it's it it's not one of those uh cheap things where there's jump scares throughout uh it is more classic horror movie where the first 45 minutes there's not really anything scary happening maybe some unsettling things but not like the the true horror but yeah, it's, de- it's definitely good. I, I would recommend it's worth the two dollars at least. Um, yeah, I don't know maybe if, I'll if have to check that else, out. Yeah, just kind of was lucky because I, I was like, I'm gonna go on Amazon, and like I knew I had these credits, and I'm like, I might even I could rent something because I got these credits, you know. And then it was right there, like right away, the beginning of the list. They uh, listen to the pod. Yeah, that that would be very creepy. <laughs> I mean, there's an evil entity out there. Who can only attack you if you listen to the podcast? Yep. Well, what's your uh, second one? Uh, yeah, the last thing here is uh, Borat subsequent movie film. 
So they changed that title, didn't they? Uh, so at first, yeah, it was like Borat, um, give the monkey to Mike Pence or something, which is still referenced in the movie because that's the original like uh, plot. But then things go wrong and things have to change. So, yeah, the premise here is Borat's been in labor camp since the last movie because it humiliated humiliated Kazakhstan. Ha-ha. So now they decide to release him and send him back to America to give a bribe to America. And they're going to give him, they're going to give Mike Pence a monkey that was an actor in their shows. In Kazakhstan and that was going to be their, their bribe. But <laughs> I did enjoy, I'll spoil this one joke here, that they couldn't give it directly to Donald Trump. And since I don't remember this, in the first movie, there's a scene where like Borat like takes a shit just in the middle of New York, just like on the sidewalk there. And they showed that and it was in front of Trump Tower. Oh, really? So they're like, we don't think uh, Trump will want to see Borat. So we'll have to give it to Mike Pence. Uh, but yeah, the, the plot here is that uh, the his daughter, his 15-year-old daughter, who we didn't know existed because the movie, the last movie was 15 years ago. Uh, stows away with the monkey and the plan has to change and now he has to give his daughter as a bribe and so the movie's very heavy on the like making fun of the the fake kazakhstan culture because i mean that's the thing about that is the the village that he was in in the first movie is so unrealistic it's that's not what kazakhstan is they just they just picked like a random country that does exist and gave it like attributes that aren't real yeah, his mom was the oldest woman in all of kazakhstan yeah. she was 43 so it's like they double down on all the you know the anti-semitism but also just the like misogyny of like well the women have to be in cages like that's just how it is and they can't drive and all that stuff uh but it you know it does a good job of still pulling off the pranks i mean part of it is in the beginning borat gets recognized because people know who borat is so then he has to borat the character has to go into costume or into disguises to try to do his uh, stuff here. And so they, they still get a lot of people. There's some really, really great stuff. Um, it, there's also kind of an awkward transition because it's clear they started making this movie uh, end of last year, beginning of this year. And they had this whole plan and then, you know, coronavirus happened and they had to kind of like shift. You got to roll. I think they had to take at least four months off. It seemed like there was a big break between February and then kind of the scenes um, there's, there's the one thing that we talked about before where he, um, went to some like anti, um, shutdown rally and like sang a offensive song. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I remember talking about him yelling at Pence or something at a yeah. rally or something. So that happened end of February. And then the, the rally thing that he went to was end of June like they have that on there and so I don't think I think between those two times there really wasn't anything filmed Mm -hmm. and then the thing they were hyping up a lot before the release here was this uh, Rudy Giuliani interview thing oh yeah um, it's been everywhere which which Giuliani talked about in July so I think that's when that thing happened Um, and they really hyped it up and in my mind it was disappointing it was not what they said it was Um, it was still funny Um, I'd say the (laughs) The real like scandal is just that I think Rudy Giuliani is just a drunk more than anything because he was doing that interview in the daytime with a, you know, a glass of scotch 
And it's like, why are you doing an interview with Scotch anyways? Like, that's not very professional. Like, he's it trying to talk a, it about... Was, he was told it was going to be like a fireside chat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. But, uh, yeah, that was the most damning thing to me. Um, but it, it was still, like, a funny sequence. And there's some great stuff, especially the, like, the, the end where it, like, ties it all together was a really good uh, joke. Well, I'll probably have to watch it uh, after the Halloween era in between before I start watching Elf and Christmas Vacation every other day. Yeah, it, it's not really a seasonable se- seasonal movie in any way. They they wanted to have it out before the election because it deals with political issues. But like, you know, I told you before, it's not really I don't think that's really the reason why it's good. It's mm-hmm. I mean, the, the best parts are, could be at any could have been done in 2005. It's the same style of thing that from back in the day where he's just, he gets unsuspecting people to say ridiculous things or do crazy things in front of them. Yeah. He's good at that. Yeah. It's like his uh, showtime show too. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything else to add? I am good. Alrighty, well, I think that'll uh, wrap us up. You've been listening to episode 189 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Offroad, Boo, Andy. Yeah, enjoy your Halloween, Boo. Yeah, and we'll see you back in uh, November. Yeah. <laughs>